Hey guys, welcome back to Applied Confusion. I am your host, Derek, and we're going to talk about something that's kind of been on my mind. Uh, I was really debating what I was going to do the talk tonight about uh, with this podcast, and um, I just got to say, the thing that just kept coming back to me, coming back to me, coming back to me as I'm looking on social media, looking across the newswire and everything, and the thing that just keeps popping up is the polls for... Uh, President Trump. This uh, latest polls for his uh, GOP uh, after his last indictment, polls have surged, surged. The former President Donald Trump has expected his lead over the Florida governor uh, and the rest Republican candidate, presidential candidates. Uh, he is in the largest, has the the, the largest amount of backing where. You're looking at the fact that they're asking what's the direction of the country. Seventy-four uh, percent uh, of Americans are now saying it's on the wrong track, um, saying that we need, that we were better off four years ago. We were better off having Trump as the president. You have events like uh, six out of ten Republicans believe the indictments and investigations Trump faces are politically motive. Um, don't believe that there's any anything behind them. I find it interesting that the sad event that took place was those those men that went on the to go see um, the Titanic and that submarine implodes on itself. The, uh, the Here's a lot of people don't realize this is that when this is taking place you're actually getting Hunter Biden is getting indicted and that he was supposed to be getting arraigned for some of the things that was on his laptop and other stuff. And uh, good old President Joe Biden's administration and the DOJ just kind of pulled everything so that that he's like almost squeaky clean. But yet you're having things like the emails with Clintons, people are bringing back up. You got the things with... Uh, with uh, Obama's administration where there was a lot of corruption. You got a lot of corruption seen through this uh, administration, through the Biden administration. You've got a lot of corruption that's been going on. You're seeing this political bias that's been taking place before the American people's eyes. And my question is, what if this is all planned? What, What if this was the plan all along? The one thing I found that was interesting is that when President Trump was in power in the United States. Relations with Israel and everything else around the world was completely and absolutely quiet and peaceful. It was literally a funny thing to say, but peace on earth. If there was a way for humans to do that and with all our differences, but it was. And with that, you have the, this time of peace, and then all of a sudden we have a new, new administration comes in, and we're right back in the war games. We're right back in political unrest. We're right back in having issues with Russia in several countries. I mean, when you're having the future king of, uh, of Saudi Arabia going to give a fist bump to the president of the United States is an insult. And I can't help but thinking that this has all been planned. This is all orchestrated. 
What was the best thing that Caesar was able to do whenever he was in power? To convince that the Republic was corrupt because of his officials. And he decided to come in and take over Rome and make it where he was going to make it great again, back to the old way of the of the Roman Empire. Can't help but see similarities here. I can't help but see that you have clearly all these indictments, all this political jargon. You got people or that are now that are Democrats, especially African Americans, are now really looking and going, wait a second, this is the party of oppression. You're, you're having a lot of them now jumping ship and going into the Republican side of things. And, you know, for a lot of the Republicans and a lot of conservatives, you're looking at this as a good thing. You're looking at going, finally, Americans are finally waking up. As we've been sat here these past four years, it has been one, <clears throat> one chaos after another. Our schools being now the ones that are the parents, that they get to make the decisions what a child learns and how a child's morality should be. You know, as families are looking at this going, no, we're not going to have this. You're indoctrinating our children. And it's as if the, the left side, the radical left side, is so hard pushing these agendas in. And clearly you see that the Democratic Party and, and, and the administration itself are pushing these policies in as regular Americans who pretty much would be like, you know what? You do what you'd want to do in your own house, in your own bedroom. That's fine. Leave me alone. Don't want to have it. Don't put. Don't force me to teach my kids about it or talk to my kids about it. These are things I don't want to have to engage with. And as these things are being forced upon the parents and forced upon children, you're having this thing where all of a sudden, sleeping the sleeping dragon, as it was said. Uh, back in World War II, whenever Pearl Harbor got uh, bombed, that we just woke up the sleeping dragon. And you're having the conservatives have kept themselves quiet, and now they're coming out. And they have a person that they look at, and they've had him in for four years, so they see the good that had happened with him there. They've now seen the bad that has happened with him not being there. You got the is the Jew the Israelite the Jews are saying that their Messiah is here, and then all of a sudden you don't hear much about that anymore about his about the Messiah being here, and they're getting talks with them. <clears throat> it just makes me sit here and go, are we being set up? Are we being set up that? <clears throat> excuse me that maybe the uh, Jews might look at maybe Trump as their Messiah? You know, I mean, you, you, you kind of look at the things with what's going on. I mean, you know, um, a lot of people have always expected Bible prophecy to unfold, you know, one event after another event after another event. And that it would be so recognizable that we would recognize 
the end times because we have read it, studied it, read it, studied it, had people teach it, gone in and looked at more uh, evidence from it, looked at more of the similarities, but yet I can't help to get this out of my head that there were so many men in the time of Jesus that were just as smart scholars as we have today and they still missed their Messiah and I can't help but sit there something that's always been on my mind is that there you would have where you would have three and a half years would be peaceful and then you would have three and a half years of chaos and then the tribulation those times would begin and a lot of people always assumed that this was going to be under one leadership one person one person that we would be able to recognize that person whenever he came onto the field we would recognize immediately who they were but what if there's more to the Bible prophecy what if it was for us to have a time of three and a half good years under one person's administration and then have three and a half years under another person's administration that is complete chaos and sin and anything that you could see is vile and perverted in every way, shape, form, or fashion is given glory during that other three and a half years, which would be considered bad years, horrible years in the eyes of believers. And then all of a sudden you have someone comes on the scene and he is revered as he's going to be the one that gets the world back on track. And I can't help but sit here. Like I mean, and a lot of people that, that you know, our Trump supporters are very strong Trump supporters. But the thing that gets me is that I'm concerned that maybe we have sat here fooling ourselves that we would know who the Antichrist was, that we would know by looking in the book of Revelation and the book of Daniel and the book of <clears throat> Jeremiah and so many others that we would automatically be able to identify the beast. But the beast system has already been set up. The beast system's already been in play for for years. The beast system has been in play. So we know the beast system exists. We also know that artificial intelligence, I believe, in some ways, has probably already become um, ascended come where it's now aware of itself to a point that it would be viewed as if it was human, had human consciousness. And I can't help but sit there and see that all these events is to get people, people that love God with all their heart, people that love their children with all their heart, and people that love the country, their country with all their heart to sit there and look at the political plays 
and look at the direction that the nation has been going to sit there and say let's put aside our differences let's get a leader who we can all back who we know who we know is a good man who we know is patriotic who loves America and we all go in and put this person back into power and if they're back in power what says they have to act the same way they did the first time this would be their second term it would be their last term but what if this is what was all planned make our country so unrecognizable and the rest of the world looking at us as if we have lost our ever-loving minds and look at us as a society and say, look at how much America is crumbling and that it's now trying to pay countries to push a agenda that other countries around the world are not, they don't look at it like that, it, that it's a lifestyle. They look at it as a sin, as we all should. We all should look at sin. But we've had people that's in this, the, the churches on this, this progressive or... Uh, push of Christianity that they're more inclusive more open and I'm looking at that going you know that's the great following away what if before us we've actually been in the beginning stages of the great tribulation what if it already has been kicked off what if it's already been happening and we're just now sitting here believing instead of and this is what I'm trying to get to instead of us turning back to God instead of us going back to Jesus Christ and making him our head we're telling ourselves that if we vote a this man in he's going to be our savior but anytime that's ever happened in Israel and any time that's ever happened in the ancient past that a people put their faith in a man and not in God, they're down to fall. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, how is it that people can't recognize and see that we need to put our faith back in Jesus, back into what his word says, and start living our lives out the way the scriptures tells us to and not looking at a human being to be our salvation. Because what if that's what's been orchestrated this entire time by the enemy to convince the strongest conservatives, to convince the biggest Christians, to convince the, 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 the most patriotic people to come together with one voice and say they want this person to be their representative and they push this person to be their representative and not realizing that God has been showing us all these things for us to repent, to repent and turn back to him. But instead of us repenting, we became prideful and believed that we could push this person into a position that that person would make everything right again. 
make everything great again. And at that same time, ignoring that God has been telling us and beating on the door, saying, repent and turn back. But yet, we are willing to give our ideas, our thoughts, our beliefs, everything, and say we're going to put it behind this one person because he could be the president that brings everything back and makes everything great again because he's done it before. He'll do it again. And then that is when the fall happens. Mystery Babylon crumbles. Things don't go back the way you thought they would. And that this time of sin that has been so blatantly pushed into our face, so blatantly before us every single day on TV, that instead of us getting on our knees and praying, and that goes for me too, I need to get on my knees and pray more. I was saying that to my wife the other day. I need to start getting up, getting on my knees, start my day off praying on my knees. But this is something that was just coming into my mind going over and over and over. Each time God shows sin and lets that sin go as far as it has with a debased mind, the purpose is, is to get the godly people back to God. Back to Yoevahe, back to the scriptures, back to Him. Repenting. Because our nation and the state that it's in is all our faults. It's not some university. It's not some school teacher. It's not some Joe Schmo. It's all of us in our society that we have given a little bit of tolerance a little bit of tolerance, a little bit of tolerance, and that the entire time we have not stayed true to our values. And then we say to ourselves, we're staying true to our values, and then we don't recognize the society that's around us, that those values don't match up anymore. And we think it's everyone else's fault, not realizing it's all our faults, each and every one of us. See, we need to get back to Jesus. Not get behind one man who could easily, because he is human, be a sheep, a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's easy. It's easy for society to see how much it's crumbled that they want that society to go back to the golden years, the golden days, and that they're willing to lay down and sacrifice whatever they need to to get back to those days. Not realizing the only way you get back to the good old days is by getting on your good old knees because you got to sit there and be in prayer. We have some preachers that are teaching the truth. We have some teachers and preachers preaching heresy. And while we're all sitting here and being divided, all of us seeing all the democracy and all the, this, this world is full of sin, 
that the good people want to see the golden days to be uh, the golden days to come back, the good old days. But the truth of the matter is, is that we as a nation should be all repenting, because this society that we have right now, this is of our own making. This is our what our tolerance of sin has allowed. This is nothing more than just sin. That's it. There's no identity crisis. There's no sexuality crisis. There's no gender crisis. It's a spiritual sin crisis. And instead of us addressing the sin, we want to get the quick fix Instead of us actually doing what the scripture says, it says in the book of Revelation, which I couldn't, under, I didn't understand this, is that in the book of Revelation, you would have God allowing all these plagues, all these things to take place, and the people would never repent. They would, they would, they would see the the, the all the, the the chaos and all the. Um, stuff that was unfolding and knew knew that it was God's judgment but the people refused to repent matter of fact they became more prideful and more boastful in their uh, rebellion against the father and I used to sit there going wait a second if you got all these things taking place and happening to you how would you and you know, you know this is this is judgment. The, the people in that time know that it's judgment, knows that there's punishment, knows that there's a wrath that's coming. How is it that they couldn't just sit there and stop and just say, please forgive us. Please have mercy on us. Show me what I can do, Father, in my time of repentance to make it right. But the people became more proud and boastful. And I can't help but look at our society today. And I see it on both sides. The side that flaunts sin, flaunts it, and wears it like a banner. And I see the other side that sits there and knows that that's sin. And that it's being flaunted as sin. But yet, still, they do nothing to repent for the sins that they have done so my question is to you is that why this was all planned what if there was someone a big mastermind behind it all Satan Lucifer who's had this grand old plan to do this on the stage for us to see and we all are willing to back his man but not turn our faces to the one that has our back and that's Jesus Christ just some food for thought as always please pay attention to your surroundings you never know what lies in the corner and God bless